tip. Good afternoon. It is September 5th, 2022. You're listening to a little column A, a little column B, hosted by Will Levinos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? Summer is dead. It is officially over. It is now football season. It's happening. We have a draft today. I've been watching college football for the past four days. I've been having a great time. I went to a football game in person, and there's going to be another football game tonight, and I fully intend to have that on in the background as I'm drafting. So summer is dead. Football season is here. We made it. We did make it. I, I It also feels like fo- uh, football is here, obviously, just immediately now, but basketball is so close around the corner. And I, and I kind of want to, before we do a whole football podcast, maybe we should talk a little NBA quickly right now before we just jump right into football because I can't wait for that that's only five weeks away as well and there was a big trade that happened over the week here big trade Donovan Mitchell rumors swirling was going to get traded I don't think anyone shocked that he was getting traded but I didn't think I heard Cleveland mentioned as any rumor for the interest and it's an interesting addition to there where I I really like this Cleveland team I think they had a lot of success uh, most of last year they kind of struggled a little bit at the tail end with some obvious injuries. I think Jared Allen was hurt, and I think they were. He was such a defensive anchor for them that taking him out of there didn't really make this team uh, functional on on the defensive end. And they, you know, they're arguably a player away, and they were bringing back Sexton. They had kind of have all of the success last year without him, and they were somehow able to convince him to sign and trade, getting sent over to Utah. Now I say all the positive things about Cleveland, but we both know who the GM of Utah is. We are very familiar with this Danny Ainge character, and. I think he won the trade. Are you on Danny's side here, or do you think this was a good move by Cleveland? Uh, I think uh, I think Danny got exactly what he was looking for. Uh, I, I think th- there there are two teams on two different two different timelines. I, I would think that the Jazz uh, made out better, kind of like in a vacuum. But I don't think this was some sort of mistake. I'm not like, like oh man, Cleveland way overpaid. Like oh no, that 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 was a mistake. He get. Uh, young all-star Donovan's 26. Donovan is, is 26. He's having a great career. He's had some playoff success as well. He, I think we keep pointing back to this incredible matchup between him and Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is someone who's also will be healthy this year. That, that'll that be exciting to see the inevitable return of him. But, you know, there, there's certainly advantages to adding somebody like Donovan Mitchell. I, I see the game uh, offensively just being a huge improvement for Cleveland. Uh, but he's a young talent, like you said, and and I think he'll he'll mix in just fine. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Well, I mean, do you think he's a true number one? That's really what this boils down to. So like, I don't, I don't think I don't think so. So for an agreement that he's maybe a two or a three, if you're Cleveland, do you have a better player than him right now, or like, are you gonna try and win with him as a one? Like, do you think Garland is already the the clear main guy here? I mean, that's why they got rid of Sexton because Sexton was the guy and Garland came in. I mean, really Evan Mobley is going to be the guy. It's just a matter of, of when, but it's going to like take a little while. So I think that's kind of the idea is you surround him with some other reliable, good players, but at some point it's going to be his team. Well, do you know exactly what Danny received on his end? Yes. It was... Lori Markinen, uh, Oche Abaji, Colin Sexton, three unprotected first round picks, 2025, 2027, and 2029, and then uh, two pick swaps in 2026 and 2028. And uh, if 
you're not super plugged into uh, to the NBA. Uh, Abaji was their first round pick this year, so it's almost like getting four first round picks and the swaps. Uh, Danny actually did the same thing with the Gobert trade, getting uh, Kessler from the from the Timberwolves, who was their first round pick. So just a, a little. Uh, you, you, you kind of are keeping up with the picks and you kind of hear like, well, who's this guy? I've never even heard of him. Like, oh, that just must be filler. It's like, oh, no, if this was three months ago, this would be another first round pick. Just more young assets to test out. They're going to get plenty of time to uh, to see what they have. So I think that's going to be really helpful for them. Uh, the side effects of this trade, I, I don't know if they fully hit yet. There are still some quality players on this Utah roster left that is clearly rebuilding. There's not a whole lot of hope, I think for their, their season this year. I think they're obviously rebuilding. Now, that being said, there are still some assets that I think some other teams would be very desperate to get a, attached to or trade for, and I'm worried the fire sale is about to open and the Lakers are somehow going to end up with Bogdanovich or, or Conley or, or something like that on the cheap. Or do you have any fear of, of Danny doing a fire sale with, every, with everything else here? I mean, even what they got, like marketing, that, that could be moved into something. I don't think that's entirely worthless. It could even be a piece you want to keep. I'm, I'm not sure how he fits in with everything. It, I think he quickly found out he just didn't work with what they were doing in Cleveland, but I think he can still fit into some rosters. He hasn't really bounced back, though, since that successful rookie year. Uh, but I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen with uh, with Utah from here on? Well, don't forget, they also uh, have Jordan Clarkson as well. Oh, yeah. So those, th- those three guys, they're, not, they're definitely not at the same level as Donovan and Rudy Gobert, but these are legit guys. Like, they can... It can really help help your team. Uh, so I think it's going to be interesting because I think that well, really, it, 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 it's going to work well because Danny doesn't really want players back. He's going to want picks. And I think that the teams that want those types of players are going to be willing to give up picks and aren't really going to want to give up players because they're going to be established teams that are looking for one more piece to put them over the top to really make them a championship contender. But I'm always concerned about the Lakers getting some some guys on the cheap. But I don't think that uh, Danny doesn't really do stuff on the on the cheap. That's true. This would, be that. but I think it's just at this point though. It's it's almost a courtesy to the players that, that that I could see him doing that. But you know, Mr. Business, you're right. Maybe maybe he doesn't even view that side of the coin. It's not even an option. It's, it's, wait, I don't win this trade. What? No, I I can't do that. It's not a trade then. It's. I, I get that. Now, all right, so with the, the trade goes through. I'm, we're worried about side effects there. Now, what about side effects from teams that missed out on Donovan Mitchell? There was a couple teams interested, specifically the New York Knicks, who then extend uh, RJ over there, which I think this is all the right decision. I, I talked to a lot of Knicks fans, and for the most part, everyone seemed fairly excited that they didn't do the, they didn't pull the trigger, that they didn't trade everyone in-house for one player. But now you look at the Knicks, and it's like, all right, well, when is when are you going to be able to add another player like that? You kind of had an option right now. I don't know if the offer was going to be quite as comparable. I, I like I said, Utah, uh, Utah got a lot back, and I don't know if, if New York was even going to be able to match that. But I also heard Memphis might have been interested, and that that's kind of an interesting one too, where they have so many assets. I I still think that they could have gotten Kevin Durant if they truly wanted to make a real offer. But you know, they could have offered a little bit less and maybe gotten Donovan Mitchell. Any chance anyone's going to have some uh, regret of not getting involved in this trade? It's always fun to laugh at the Knicks. They just have such a terrible track record. It's They don't make this deal, and we can laugh at them and say, oh, you really wouldn't give up that for Donovan Mitchell? Uh, yeah, same same old Knicks. Uh, it's the same way if they had pulled the trigger, 
and it's the same deal that the Cavs did, and we're saying, oh, you know, I think you know, worth it, worth it, do it. We'd be, we'd be clowning them and saying, oh, typical Knicks. <laughs> Why do they even give the Knicks picks? They just give them right away, and we'd be laughing at them. So, you know, they got to have a, a string of good moves. I, I, it's got to be, it's got, it's. I'm even gonna, you know, steer into this. It's got to be the Knicks because they had a weird draft night where they made trades but the whole thing was oh well we're you know getting our assets together so we'll, we'll be ready to make a big splash and then you don't make the splash so it's well why did you make those moves on draft day if you didn't have something that was pretty locked in so yeah it's it, it's the Knicks well that's that's not unusual <laughs> I, no. I feel a little bad for talking so early basketball right now and we're just taking jabs at the Knicks you know they'll get plenty of shots of you know when when the season starts I don't know I don't know if we need to prematurely just start doing that now. Do, do the, the do the Cavs concern you this year with the with this move? That was what I was going to ask you next. Is all right. So we add Donovan Mitchell. This team wasn't that bad last year. As if anything, I think it was very uh, underrated last year. They might have even been better than what we saw at the end there. Uh, I think Jared Allen played in the playoffs with like a broken hand or something. Seems seems kind of critical to playing basketball. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he played before, but the. The result of this is, is I don't think they're better than Boston. I don't think they're better than Milwaukee. I'm not sure they may be competitive with Miami, but even in a playoff series, I, I think I'd still pick Miami. And then Brooklyn is still there, and I, I don't think they're better than Brooklyn. But do I think that this team can be in contention of adding somebody and maybe having some real improvement? Like, how good is Mobley going to be? Is Mobley suddenly going to be an all-star this year? Then, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fearful of this, but I, I think it's still – we're not quite there yet. It's a good move for them, but I'm not really going to be scared of them this year. Years from now, I mean, this this is a young core. Mitchell's got plenty plenty of miles left on those legs, and I, I think Garland is just going to get better. And Mobley, like you said, who knows what the upside is going to be with that. It was really impressive what he did last year and a couple of baby steps here, and now you, you really got a, a, a good roster. So, But I, I don't think it moved the needle that much. Like you, I don't think they're any closer to winning a championship this year. You know, like realistically, like they're, they're better than they were, but I'm, I'm not picking them. I, I don't think anyone is. Uh, they had Sexton, who was hurt most of most of last year, but I thought Sexton was was pretty good. I mean, he's not the same level as, as Donovan Mitchell, but you know the 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 price tag is different. And last year they finished at ninth, and this year they are uh, you know on the gambling sites projected to be there's projected to be seventh, so moving up two spots and they're still in the playing game. So I, I've kind of been seeing some things that, you know, people are excited and like, oh, look out. And it, it's never good when you get a West All-Star coming to the East. It always is going to make it harder for, for the Celtics. But it, it's definitely not a, a major concern. Like, I'm still – I would be much more concerned about the uh, about the Nets, uh, Simmons, and those guys figuring it out. And all of a sudden, it, what was expected of them, they are just going on a tear and just, oh, oh boy, he, here we go. I'm much more concerned about that than – this team is young, and I think it's more of a year three and four when you know, Mobley, like you said, is really like becoming a, a consistent all-star. I mean, we've we've had these young teams with promise, and it's just it's hard to to make that jump from hey, you know, we're we're making the playoffs, so we uh, you know, we're we're feisty to hey, we're for real, like we're we're at the top, we're gonna go into the playoffs, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take care of business. Now, I do think they will make a great league pass team. Uh, the rumors are that league pass is going to be a little bit more of an affordable price this year. 
Are you buying that? Do you actually think this will end up being a more affordable product, or these are just early rumors? It sure seems like this is being announced all, all seriously. Uh, we kind of joked when you had sent it to me. It's like, well, hold on here. You're going to cut it by 50%? Like, how? Uh, it's like, I'm, I'm going to hold off. But I've been seeing it all over the place. Uh, so I, I got to imagine that it's going to be going to be for real. The interesting part about it was their justification of lowering the price was, well, you know, everyone else pays for streaming services, and it's generally in this price range. So we thought we should compete in that price range. It's like, well, wait, wait a minute. You're telling me people have just been paying this amount, and you're willing to just give that up all of a sudden? Like, I imagine they were still selling plenty of league passes, right? Like, there wasn't a lack of sales for league passes. Now, there was you gotta, a – yeah, go ahead. you you got to know that you're – price point is way off if you look at it and you look at everybody else and all the other streaming services and go yeah we need to cut this by over 50 percent it was last year the standard package uh was 230 dollars for the year and, and that's going to drop down to uh they're saying a uh, hundred dollars but if you but if you look at the okay Rather than, and it's a little different because most of the streaming services we pay by month. So, uh, you know, I look at it and go, okay, $100 for, you know, it's kind of half of October, but let's say uh, November, December, January, February, March, five months. That's $20 a month for this. Now, you do get a ton of content. There are going to be new games every night, so it's a little different, but that's more expensive than ESPN Plus, which has a variety of sports. It's more. It, it would be the most expensive streaming service that I can think of right now. By by a lot, and if anything, more than double of I'd say your average one. I think we're still, you know, the six seven dollar range is for the at with the ads or the, the basic whatever is is still an option versus with this. I don't, I don't know. And you have to remember that their product has not been very good. That's my biggest not, worry. It has not been reliable. So. I don't know if maybe more people using it, there's going to be more complaints and we'll put more pressure on them to fix it. I, I I don't really know exactly. It seems like you should be able to get something in there to make sure that this works well, as well as this is still under the same old rules of blackout dates. You're not going to get any of the premiere. You don't get the ESPN games. You don't get the TNT games. Uh, I'm not sure about the NBA TV games. Those are always kind of, kind of hit or miss, as well as depending on where you are regionally, you're not going to get your local teams. So I am not sure where I am in Connecticut. I'm in the southern part of it. So I might be able to watch Celtics games, but probably won't be able to watch Knicks and Nets games. But Or I could be in this really terrible spot where I can't watch Knicks, Nets, or Celtics. So it's – and that is just a convoluted, a lot of legal figuring that out. But I would like Adam Sandler – or not Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Silver to uh, – to to attack that to say hey this is a super outdated uh structure and we need to get this fixed i can we talk about it in the next bargaining agreement i mean we're gonna get enough money out of everything i'm, I'm hearing contracts are about to like triple so let's let's just we a lot a little bit of money towards fixing this let's just make everyone else happy with it make everyone whole just just so the users can have a little bit. My biggest fear of all this is that somebody came and evaluated the software, like you were saying, and they were like, wait a minute, how much are you charging for this? They are like, nah, your shit's only worth half of that. 
And they were like, oh, okay, well, we don't want to make any improvements or any changes to this, so I guess yeah, that's what it's worth. Yeah, because now we're not getting nearly as much money as we got before. Yeah, so now I'm worried that there's going to be way too many people on here, and the inconsistency of this app is just going to get multiplied to the point where they're going to be like, well, you're only paying this much now. Like, this is what you get for bargain stuff. Yeah, what did you expect? You know, you could have paid more, and it would have been the same is the is the real frustrating part. It wouldn't have changed anything. But I suppose... It's hard to complain about an app going down in price, it, but just to remind you just how poorly it functions on a regular, neither of us are excited about this, and it, it's with the price reduction. And you would think we would be. No, so like, there's still a negative you know, kind of cloud over this whole thing, even though we should be celebrating something getting more affordable that is literally tailored towards us. So I, I don't know what to tell you about this. It's just, just the way, way it's going to be. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe it'll be better. I, a lot of the other softwares have really figured it out. Hulu, I still think, is some of the quirkiest ones, but it's it's improved drastically. I, I don't know why, but I always have a hard time trying to find episodes and seasons within the Hulu app. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's always very obviously in front of me, but I, I just the functions of some of the other apps have been a little bit smoother for me. But everyone else has improved. I really have no complaints with app structures beyond just the NBA app. It's so frustrating. I, I mean, and it, it, they, they are making some steps forward where... You can have it through your cable provider, so you can have it on your TV that way, and you can line that up with your tablet and your phone all in one package together. So you can watch it at home, you can watch it in different areas, and you can watch it on the on the go. But I, I think I'm going to look into it uh, right now. I tried to look to see what the blackout restrictions were, uh, but it said I had to like you had to kind of like start the buying process, and they're not close enough. Like, you can't buy it yet. So when that gets closer, I'll, I'll check that. But it'll probably even even now, like it's come down where before it wasn't easy. Just like absolutely not. That is way too expensive. I can watch it other other ways, and the, you know the premier games. I'm you know, are not even going to be on here. Where now it's like okay, you know it is really convenient when they do the you know the free weekends and it's just like there's just unlimited basketball. But I also know it starts uh, you know midway through October and it's just the NBA during the week and it's like okay cool. But I know I'm also going to get roped into college basketball. So once that happens, like I can only watch, unfortunately, so much basketball. So I, I don't, I don't think I'll be, I'll be purchasing it. But I'll be definitely keeping an eye on it. I'm intrigued. I think I'm going to be in this year. I, th- I think this is the year. I think I'm in. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm so out on college everything that that that's fine. Like I just think it's just going to be all NBA. I think it's going to be an extraordinary season. There's a lot of really good teams. I mean, we just talked about a team that traded for an all-star, and we're like, yeah, they're only kind of better. They're still not going to beat these other four teams that are really good. There's, yeah. there's really a lot of talent here. There's going to be a lot of good games regularly that are going to mean a whole lot, too, because there's a lot of good teams. So I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, but while we're on the topic of streaming here, the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning cast, uh, the Manning cast, will be returning this season. Are they just doing Monday nights, and how many nights are they doing? Uh, I think they only did, like, what half the season last year? Are we are they doing any more? They're doing ten this year. Okay, ten Monday night games. That's fine. I mean, I understand that they're kind of letting them do whatever they want with it, and I think that's why we enjoy it. So if they only want to do ten, let them only do ten. I don't want to watch them do sixteen and have a really miserable six games that they don't want to do or don't want to be there for. So I'm excited. Oh, actually, for it. no, I I I read that too quickly. It was ten. 10 was what they did last year. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, how many they're going to do this year. I, I'd, have, I'd have to imagine it's got to be similar. I don't, I don't think that they want to do it every every week. I think that was part of it that they liked. The you know Sometimes we're doing it and sometimes we're not. Yeah, that's fine. I like that. I'm, I'll be watching that a lot more. I, I just I like 
a lot of the times that game can just be background noise, and I, and I like the conversations and the way that they bring up the important plays that you're watching, as well as the easy distraction of kind of having a podcast interview going with, you know, who knows? It it was really a, a good variety of the last guests. year. So I, I'm I'm excited to see uh, how they kind of top that this year. I imagine that only gets better, and they try to up the guests more and more. Uh, so I'm all for that, and I'm all for. You're not gonna. You know what? Here, I'll give you this too. We can sneak in a little college football talk here. I, I'm all for expanding the playoff. What, what are we at? Twelve teams now. <laughs> so, well, currently we're at we're at four, but there was a vote over the weekend to that was a unanimous vote to up it to twelve. That makes sense to me. I, I think so. It'll be the 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 main conferences. Uh, the conference champion will be in. And then there'll be six at-large picks. So uh, still much smaller than, than college basketball, but very, very similar on the how they're going to decide who is uh, going to be in. Uh, but with 12, okay, well, 12 doesn't you know, divide easily down. So what it'll be is the top four teams will have buys and the other uh, eight teams, which uh, will, will play the, you know, the, the first round. What's going to be interesting is that they're going to play at home. Where right now the games are uh, at, at bowl sites, so I think that'll be that'll be really cool to have playoff college football at home stadiums. That actually does sound fun. That, that was a good decision. I like adding the more teams because I I think generally I mean I'm stereotyping a little bit here. There's there's a lot of assuming, but I think there's what four teams arguably in it every year, and then there's everyone else. I like having everyone else have a chance here. I think. The biggest argument of all of this isn't going to be what 12 are in. It's going to be which one gets the bye. So there's probably going to be three that everyone's okay with, and then a like rotating fourth one where it's like, ah, I don't know, is it this one or that? And then it's always going to be pointing fingers. They're like, well, if they had to play, you know, they didn't have the bye, and da-da-da-da. Uh, but I did, uh, I did see some interesting uh, college news uh, for football yesterday. Did I see LSU blow a game on a blocked extra point last night? Did that happen? Yes. Yes, you did. I, I watched the, the, the very end of that. Uh, it was an interesting uh, game because at the end, uh, the second to last play, I think it was their, the LSU tight end, tried to get out of bounds. They called him out of bounds, I want to say at the two, with one second to go. But then when they did the review, it was like, oh, no, his knee was down in bounds. So if they had called it correctly on the field, then the game would have been over. And then, then it's like, well, how do you start this? And then there was talk, you know, the announcer saying like, there might have to be a 10 second runoff. And I'll be absolutely honest with you. I think the referees just might've made up a rule because it would have been really crappy for the game to just end of just, oops. Yeah, no, it, it's over. And just kind of said, uh, well, what we're going to do is the clock will start when the offense hikes the ball. So, they do hike the ball. They're down uh, seven. They score, and I'm I'm excited because like cool little uh you know little, little bonus football, right? You know, of course you're gonna make the PAT. No, it is blocked. FSU gets the W. It was unexpected. Well, th- I suppose if anybody's gonna celebrate twelve teams making it, I, LSU is is uh, reading this article with like, hey guys, don't worry, <laughs> twelve of us are getting in this year. Maybe maybe it's not over. And uh, well, it won't it won't it's not going to be uh, implemented this year. Uh, it, the probably the earliest it would be is 2024, but the 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 latest it would be is 2026. So we're still looking, uh, you know, 
a few years away before this this will happen. But I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm pretty surprised they went to 12. I really thought it was going to be eight, and it was going to be the Power Five conferences champion, and then three at large. But you know, the more the merrier. I don't know how the schedule is going to work. I don't know if these games are going to be in December or if it's in January or if it pushes the season back into November. I I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be more football, more primetime football, and I am, I'm excited. Well, you got to imagine those other eight teams, like I said, are kind of on the outside looking in where they may be closer in matchups, and then you're going to mix in some home games here too. There should be some really good games. And then we I might... mean, it's, it's still going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. You know, those are still going to be the teams that are winning. But they are for sure going to win on paper. They are just probably going to win on the field. And that's, you know, just like when we watch the uh, you know, March Madness tournament. You know, usually it's the Blue Bloods that you know, are making it towards the end. But it's the kind of the upsets along the way that you remember. Well, we are going to make some predictions for what's going to happen along the way for the NFL. I, li- I tried to mix in a couple more topics here, but I'm not going to lie to you. The rest of this is going to be a lot of football. It's NFL season. We're doing drafts tonight. you got stuff going on. i got another two drafts tomorrow. This it's- is the, uh, the, the, the my, one of my favorite podcasts to do where it's right before the, the, the fantasy draft, and pretty much I just use the podcast to pretend like I'm creating content, but really I'm just trying to send smoke screens to Will and just try to figure out what his strategy is. But by the time we even publish this, I don't even think anybody in the league would be able to uh, to listen to it. So it's basically just a, a, a mind battle between the two of us. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so let's do some crazy <laughs> NFL predictions here. Uh, we do you want to do start with some bold stuff? Like wh- what's the what's the crazy thing you think is going to happen this year? Because I, I wrote down some stuff that I thought was pretty bold of our past couple podcasts here, and I thought they were worth bringing back All right, back yeah, up. When, 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 you, uh, when you kick us off. Well, I think for the, the, the first one is I think I think Geno Smith in Seattle is actually going to be better than Arizona this year, and I think Arizona is going to finish last in the division. I think that's by far the most bold thing. Uh, I got Ravens winning the division. I, I think that's not like entirely bold, but I, I think – I think there's a lot of Cincinnati guys being like, well, what's changed? Like we we went to the Super Bowl last year, and I think that's gonna be a kind of a rude awakening for them. I'd say those are probably the the craziest. Uh, the other uh, wild one I got that, it, despite me thinking Geno Smith is actually gonna be okay this year, I think this is even if they are okay, I think this is gonna be it for Pete Carroll. I think he's gonna retire at the end of the year, and that's probably my boldest prediction. So I'm rooting for one last successful season, but once he's like, I just pulled off a miracle with Geno Smith and we finished third, I'm done. This is it. So I think uh, I think that's some, some fairly uh, strong predictions there. Uh, you you want to try and match with a couple? Sure. Uh, mine is that Jameis Winston is going to have an awesome year. He's not going to win the MVP, but there's going to be a certain stretch where it's at least into the discussion, and he'll be you know like in the, in the top five at, at the end. Like it, it won't it, once the season finishes, it's like oh you know remember in week ten we thought Jameis Winston might be the MVP. But I think there's going to be some articles written about it, and I, I don't know why. I'm just kind of pulling this out of the air, but that's going to be my 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 bold my bold take. I like it. I like it. Uh, is that a a fan a fantasy implication? Then are you are you in on Jameis? I probably should be right. I yeah. didn't even think about that. Yeah. So all right, there's there's your little fantasy. I have a little fantasy tidbit here. I do not think Tyreek Hill will be the number one receiver for the Miami Dolphins. I think it's going to be clearly Waddle, and it won't even be close. 
that's my my big fantasy uh, take here. I, I I don't know if I want to lock it in quite yet, but even with the Tua struggles, I just don't think I don't think Tua is that good. First off, so I I, I just think it's gonna, his style is going to benefit Waddle a lot more of, of just throwing more toss up balls than trying to hit Hill, who's way faster. He's just too fast to throw. I don't I think Tua's accurate too, enough. Too fast. Yeah, too, too fast for Tua. You know, it's 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 the worst kind of receiver to give him. I think so. That, that's that's kind of my fantasy uh, wild side, I suppose. Uh, all right, so let's do. We want to do MVPs. Sure. Uh, let's see. I got. I actually got the list here. I the the, the likelihood of uh, of this. I think these are some Vegas odds. These may have been updated, but uh, Josh Allen was the favorite, followed by Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. And then Kyler Murray, and then even Jalen Hurts managed to make this list. I don't know how that happened, but that's that. That seems like some wildness here. I think it's going to be a battle between Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. I think it's going to be Mahomes. I, I, I that would be my pick. I, I, I truly think that he's just too good. For, he's too good to fail, and it really isn't going to matter what receivers are around him. I think we saw some really strong super teams with the wide receiver depth and just uh, with Kelsey and all that the past couple of years, but this year you're going to find out why he's just that good of a quarterback. So I, I think it'll be Mahomes. I think it's going to be easily Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen and all that. I think he's going to have a lot of success and I'm sure Rogers is going to beat up a pretty weak division over there, but I think Mahomes is going to score a lot of points in this division and it's just going to amount to him winning the MVP. I like the, uh, I like the pick when, uh, w- w- wouldn't be surprised by, I think the, you know, some of the struggles last year, I think you could have the you know the right narrative. I think a lot of times the MVP has to do with the story to go along with the stats. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. You know, it's not not too. Uh, you know, I already did my bold take. Now I'm doing what I really think is going to happen. Going with the favorite. I think it's going to be Josh Allen. I think the Bills are going to be really good this year. I think that Josh Allen is going to be the reason for that. I think that he can go up. Uh, you know, one more level where he's been really good, and now he's going to make the level the the next jump to. I am the MVP. I am putting up the numbers. The team is the best. You know, I I'm I'm the quarterback of this team. I deserve the MVP. It all it all could happen. I almost feel like his team's too good. Everyone's kind of anointed the Bills as being such a Super Bowl contender that I I almost feel like Josh Allen's being punished for having a, a player like Diggs on his team. Where it's like, well, why don't we give it to Diggs? Like, well, like how how do you decide that? And I don't know if that's necessarily the the best reasoning, but I I think that. That that sort of reasoning benefits Mahomes a lot because who's who's the guy you're pointing to over there? Maybe it's Kelsey who's beat up after how many years now? So um, I'll I'll still ride with Mahomes. But uh, do you want to do uh, some rookie of the years or just talk about a couple rookies? Sure. Uh, why don't you go with uh, some some of your favorite offensive rookies, or if you got one or two? Uh, my main one is uh, Kenny Pickett. He's going to be starting for uh, for the Steelers. Uh, I think that a lot of times, I think like last year, Mac Jones was in the in the mix for this. Where you know he he had some 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 bright spots, but it it's just so much easier. Uh, you know, as the quarterback, you're touching the ball every play, so you could just have just some success. Where if you're a wide receiver, if you're just not getting the ball, it's hard to show like, hey, you you're the best. So I think I think Kenny Pickett is uh, he, he's he's my pick for. Uh, uh, for offensive so I had the name written down I got Pickett I had Drake London written down for Atlanta 
And then I had Traylon Burks of uh of the Tennessee Titans. But the more I looked at all of them, I'm like, well, you know, he this might be the better player, but you know, he's got this quarterback, and you know, this this also might be the better player, but he's got that quarterback. And then, well, I guess I guess I'm going with Burks then, because I, I think I like Tannehill more than I like Trubinsky or whatever Atlanta's going to end up with. And Atlanta's not even trying to win. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh I think has the, the better coaching, but. And it wouldn't be shocking if Pittsburgh suddenly drafted another good wide receiver. That wouldn't surprise anybody. If anything, that's that's the lock every year. Yeah, that's they, kind of their thing. You know, Pittsburgh's gonna have a really good receiver here. So I, I get I get going with Pickett, but I, I still think uh, Trubinsky isn't gonna be throw. I think they're gonna be okay, but I don't think Trubinsky's gonna be throwing the ball as much as everyone hopes for. I think he's gonna be running a lot, and that's probably not gonna help Pickett out a whole lot. So I'm, I guess I'll go with Burks here, and I don't really feel good about all of it. I don't have. Uh, a lot of reasoning beyond just process of elimination here. The problem with all these high draft picks is they go to bad teams and they have bad quarterbacks. This, <laughs> it's uh, it's very unusual. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It kind of happens every year. <laughs> uh, the defensively, I don't really have anything beyond uh, some the, the hard knocks guy. I think I think the the, the Hutchinson kid looked looked really good. Yeah, and that, again, that, that, that's what I'm going with. I, I think uh, you get a little wrapped up in it, but hard knocks knows you know who. Who, who's going to be a star? And they opened up the season with him and his family. I feel like normally it's the the quarterback or the established guy, but they did not really do much with uh with with, with that at all. So I, I I am also going with uh it's Aiden uh Aiden Aiden Hutchinson, and it just seemed like he he in the preseason games he's making the adjustment, and I think as a uh, as a, as a defensive end, those are the guys that uh, a lot of times can get in and get the sacks. And so you, you, it's a little easier to see than a, than a, than a defensive tackle. Uh, so I, I think he's going to be putting up, putting up some sacks and he, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be the guy. Uh, all right. In terms of rookies, I did draft uh, Drake London in one league so far. So I suppose I do have some, some value in him. Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing but nice things about Hutchinson. I, I thought it was fairly obvious just from the, at least the impression that hard knocks gives you. It was, he, he didn't really, he he hit the ground running is really all I'm saying. Like he looked like he was ready for this league and didn't seem like it was overwhelming. There's a, there was a comfort level in the stuff he was doing very, very immediately. That's like, okay, I think, think this guy is a professional football player. I think, I think we all got that one, right? So uh, good for him. I'll, I'll wish him some luck. I don't know how successful Detroit will be, but you know, uh, I got to love all the coaches in that one. You know, that, that's a lot, a lot of energy on those sidelines. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they're able to put as much fight on the field as they are in the locker room over there. So, uh, uh, let's see. The only one that I, I kind of skipped over here, we did our fantasy guys we like. Do you want to talk about some fantasy guys we're going to avoid? Well, I mean, James Winston wasn't really my, my fantasy guy that, that I liked. Oh, uh, all right. So, uh, who are some of your, your sleeper, uh, sleeper guys here? I mean, who was well, fantasy breakouts or fantasy, uh, bust? Here's, here's a guy, you know, you, you, you might not have seen too much of him in the past couple of years, but uh, I, I got, I got, you know, strong, strong feelings that he's going to, you know, he's going to be good this year. His name's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you know, like I said, you might not have heard of him, exactly. but, uh, you know. Every time I on... ask you a fancy question, the answer can't just be Christian McCaffrey. All right. It's it's every year. Every This is like the routine broken record here. This is like the fourth year in a row. You're like, hey, Christian McCaffrey, he's really good at fantasy football. Everyone drafted him. You know, it has not worked out the past two years, but I think I'm, I'm tripling down. So I, uh, I was watching Christian McCaffrey highlights earlier. But uh, to be absolutely honest with you, I think I mentioned this before that uh, it feels really good. And then all of a sudden I can just picture way too clearly him 
leaving the field and having the Christian McCaffrey uh, is out for the game. And then the follow-up of Christian McCaffrey is out for four weeks to Christian McCaffrey is done for the year. And I'm right back where I started, but I'm feeling good about this year, but for uh, like, um, you know, an actual, an actual sleeper, uh, I'm liking AJ Dillon. Okay. He's, he's going um, like around the ninth or 10th round uh, on, on ESPN, uh, I think. But he has been called by his coaches that he and Aaron Jones are like, I think he might have said like 1A and 1A. Like, it's like, this doesn't make sense. It's like weird coach speak before the season. But uh, Aaron Jones is going uh, like much earlier. Like, he's going, I think, like second round, maybe, maybe third round. And yeah, 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 like third round. So if these guys are, as the coach saying that they're equal, I mean, Maybe that's not 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 the not the case, but one guy's going in the third round and one guy's going in the you know tenth eleventh round. I think there could be some uh, some good value there. I got two fancy breakouts that I, I think are, are are good deals here. One of them is just kind of piggybacking off of your Jameis Winston here, where I think Michael Thomas is going to be Michael Thomas again. At least let's hope so. I mean, he might That'd not be ever, fun. he might not actually ever play football again. That's also a very possibility. So you know, draft with caution. Don't you know? Don't say, don't don't blame me for that one. All right, just just know what you're getting into. But I I think it's gonna work out, and if that's enough to convince you to draft it, well, so be it. Uh, I also like the the Houston running back, uh, uh, Damian Pierce. I think I just think the workload is is gonna be overwhelming. Uh, guy, I'm staying away from. I'm absolutely staying away from McCaffrey, but I'm also staying away for Derrick Henry for all the same reasons. I know he's Iron Man and super strong, and in that he should be really solid, but. I've watched this guy run out of steam every year towards the end of the season, and everyone's always like, oh, yeah, but the playoffs don't count towards fantasy playoffs. It's like, no, but it starts before that. It starts the last couple of weeks of the season when the fantasy playoffs are happening, and I, I don't want to watch that happen to my team. So that's, that's, that's a guy I'm going to be avoiding just because I don't think he's able to finish out the year, and I, I look at the workload that he's going to have again this year. I see no reason to think that suddenly he's going to survive an entire year. So... It was just my opinion. I still think that he'll be a really good player this year, fantasy wise. I just, I'm, I'd rather. There's other options there. I'd rather have. I'm totally gonna end up drafting Derrick Henry tonight too. That's definitely gonna happen. Where he like drops to <laughs> seven, and I'm like, well, you know, this is well, top three value. I kind of have to now, and and then I'm yeah. gonna eat all of this. You know, I'm gonna regret all of it. Then I'm gonna lose at the end of the year. It's, it's, it's when when that happens, and it's true. I'm, I'm gonna be a. I don't know whether I want to be right or if I want to win. <laughs> you know, I think I'd rather win, right? <laughs> is, that, is, that the, is that the right way I to... I think so. That, that's how fantasy works, right? You just want to win. You don't want to be right. You don't want to be like, yeah, see, I told you that guy was good the second I dropped him and you picked him off waivers and he's awesome, <laughs> you know? I, I told you. I told you that was going to happen. All right, I'm going to tell you a couple more things that are going to happen. We're going to do the, the, the very important pick-ems in a, in a second or two here where we're going to do our weekly picks, but the very important pick is about to happen right now where we are going to pick our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, now, did you do a matchup, or did you just pick one? Uh, I just picked one. You just picked one. All right. Well, we'll let's just do the one then. If if uh, if we're gonna do that, you want to go first? Or you want me to go? Uh, I'm going with the Bills. All the Josh Allen stuff that I said, it's their it's it's their year. They're they're they uh you know just kind of tripped up the past couple of years, and you know I just think the luck's gonna go their way, and it, it they're they're gonna be uh, holding that trophy. I think it's gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that sounds crazy. I, I just I think that they're gonna outduel Buffalo in an epic playoff game, which could easily go the other way, like it like it did in the past. 
I want to bet in on. I want to bet on Tampa. I really do. But there's just there's just some fr- fragile stuff going on over there that I could see just this going bad really quickly. And that's specifically that they're the Tom Brady is really old and what you know he could just break any day now. And uh, I just think it's been a really awkward start to the year. Now I still think they'll be a contender for it, but I'm not ready to say that they are going to win the Super Bowl. What about Bowl. these rumors uh, that he's having marital problems? Well, is that a concern? Yeah, that that could break an old man. I've seen it happen before. I think we all have. It's going to be hard to focus on football, and I think one of the advantages of Brady being still in the league right now is is his ability to focus. It's going to really be tested this year. Whether all that drama on the side is true or not, it, it's still it's still happening because he came back. He retired and then unretired, and I imagine nobody in the family was cool with that. And he's just got to deal with it for one more year and hope that he's able to patch everything together after that. But, you know, the guy loves football, you know, perhaps it's his first love and it wouldn't be the first athlete to, to do that and feel that way. I'm I'm going with Kansas city then. No, no, no thoughts on that. No, no, like no way, no chance, nothing. I, these are both like, no, too you, 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 you I, I think it makes sense. I, I think with the, with the teams, like you have an MVP year, you should have a team that's, you know, ready to win the, win the Super Bowl And, I can't be too far off because I liked your Patrick Mahomes uh, pick. Uh, I think their their defense has uh, struggled in the past, but I think when you got Patrick Mahomes, especially in the playoffs where you just gotta kind of last teams, and uh, I, I would trust Patrick Mahomes doing that. Uh, other teams, I think worth mentioning. I, I'd still really like Baltimore. I wouldn't be shocked if they suddenly made some noise here, but it's very much the same thing where Lamar's just got to get hot and somehow manage to stay on the field. And then you know, Green Bay with Rodgers, you know, they were a really good team last year. There's, I know there's no Devontae, but they're, they're still – like this was a really good team last year. And their division's awful. They, they could easily you know figure out a whole lot of things throughout this season. They're going to be able to rebuild kind of throughout this year while having success, and who knows what that will lead to. So I'll kind of throw them in the mix. But I'm not, I'm not really, really willing to throw any other teams in the mix. I, I think – the Rams will be okay. The Chargers will be okay. Niners will be okay. Broncos will be fine. But I, I'm not, I'm not giving them true contention here. Definitely not giving it to Dallas. Dallas, not Dallas. <laughs> Are people talking about Dallas? I don't know. They're always Dallas. It's, Dallas is a Super Bowl contender every year, whether the media knows it or not. It doesn't matter what month or what week it is or what season's even going on. It's, it's. <laughs> Cowboys are going to do it this year. That's 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 the, expect, that's the expectation. You know, Jerry Jones. Oh, okay. Put, put the team together. It's it's finally I hadn't ready. Heard, I hadn't heard too much about it. So that's why I was just surprised. Well, I, I got the odds right here. It's it's Buffalo, Tampa, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Green Bay, Chargers, Niners, Broncos, Ravens, Cowboys, Bengals, Colts, Philly. I mean, I I can give you the the, the numbers with it all, but it, it's more or less that's that's kind of the the, the Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, I don't know if it's the latest update, but it's it's somewhat close to that. So, yeah, no, apparently they're in the mix. See, it's, it's, and then I think this yeah. is just purely off, you know, fans betting too. Like, right? they're not oh, even it definitely is. You know, like Dallas doesn't actually have that. It's just there's enough teams that have or people that have bet on that or bet against it or whatever to, to adjust it this way. Uh, all right, so this year we wanted to do the pick'em. We have the group. If you're listening to this and it's still before Thursday, you can still join the group. Zach, how do you join the group? You can go to uh, ESPN to their uh, pro pick'em page, and the, the the group is LCA LCB, and it's it's really easy. It just sets you sets you right up, and then you uh, click on the team you think is going to win that week, and then there's a there's a tiebreaker. Uh, we should put the, um, the the invite link in the uh, in, in the show notes. 
Okay, I can do that as well as if you follow us on Facebook or if you look up our Facebook page, little of column A, little of column B, I will post it there as well as well as if you want to just message me, I'll send it to you directly. If you, uh, you want you want that, you know? There you go. Yeah, farm to table. What is that how that works? I don't know. It's something something like that. Uh all right, so weekly picks, you can you can maybe beat us, you know, you you know bring on the challenge. I I think it's going to be mostly a battle between Zach and I, but you know if anyone else wants to Throw down right now. Uh, I I got nothing to hide. I got no fear. Uh, you ready to make some picks right now? I am ready to go. All right, Thursday, first first kickoff here. It's Buffalo at the Los Angeles Rams. Now you just talked a whole lot of Buffalo here, but you know this is L.A. This is opening night. You know what are we doing? Ring ceremonies, all sorts of things here. What's what's going on? I am going with the Bills. I talked him up, and this is going to be a premier matchup. Both on the, it's the first game of the year. It's Thursday night, it's a standalone game. Uh, but I think that they're going to go on the road, then they're going to get business uh, taken care of, as they are, you know, going to be one of the, the best teams. And if you're one of the best teams, you've got to beat other good teams. Now, I will, I will reference this. There's something I think we should say before we do all this, and that that it's Monday. And these games, this one game doesn't start till Thursday, and the rest of the picks generally don't have to be done till Sunday. And then you got the one Monday game. I think we should be allowed to make adjustments in our actual picks of the league from our Monday podcast predictions. So if anyone is just listening to this and then they go see our picks later on in the week, are we locking into this or are we allowed to make adjustments? Because you know, if uh, you know Josh I, Allen, I think... get, if Josh Allen gets hurt between Monday and Thursday, why am I going to lock into something I have? I said on the podcast, like if, if more information yeah, is provided to I, us, I think... we have to be able to make a change. Yeah, I think you, you you can make changes, but the idea is that these are the teams that you're you're, you're picking, and like I'm, you know, I'm picking in good faith right now. I'm not doing some sort of smoke screen, and that way I can change it later to try to, you know, influence you uh, or do anything like that. I'm just like, no, like it, for sure. If there's a major injury, something happens, there's major COVID news, then yeah, I would say it's definitely fine to change it later on. All right, with that all being said, I am also going to go with Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to try and make a huge statement on the primetime light right now saying, yep, this is our league, and we are about to plant our flag right here. I think it's going to be a fun game. I see high scoring. I think this is going to be one of the better opening night football games we've had in a while, and I'm, I'm excited for it. I think I think the offensive across the league is, is going to just be fun to watch this year. All right, so that's Thursdays. Uh, we're already in agreement there, so nobody really making up a whole lot of ground here or really getting ahead. Uh, Sunday. New Orleans at Atlanta. Not exactly the glorious matchup here, but I'm going to go with New Orleans. Uh, we seem to be riding the same bandwagon with Jameis and hopefully a Michael Thomas there. Are you going to go with New Orleans as well? Yes, I am. Yeah, not a whole lot of surprising there. I, I How many weeks are you going to pick Atlanta this year? Let, let me ask you that. Uh, you know, I, I don't, not one, I don't right? think there's going to be very many. I'd rather be wrong any. than say, yeah, I got the Atlanta win right. I, you know, yeah. I, I think I just, just go against them pretty much the whole year. Uh, now that, with all that being said, uh, the next matchup, we got San Francisco at Chicago. I am going to go with the bold home Chicago team right now and think that a rough Trey Lance is going to get rolled out there. And, you know, this, this oh, whole... wow, really sticking, really doubling down with your 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 not trusting Trey Lance. I just think it's going to look real rough early. You know what? They might even sneak out this win. But the fact that it's going to take like a miracle for them to beat the Chicago Bears is going to be a lot more of the red flag. So much to the point where I'm, I'm picking Chicago. I just think Chicago is going to hang around long enough here and, it, and have a chance. And who knows? I think they got kind of a, a wild side quarterback over there, too, that could easily outduel a, a garbage time game where it just takes 
one big break from either Trey Lance or Fields. Like somebody's just gonna have to make a huge play, and I, and I think Chicago will have just as good a chance of making a play as as Lance will. So I'm I'm rolling with Chicago on at home. Are you going with San Francisco on the road then? I will be taking the road. 49ers. Man. That, how much do you think home field truly matters? Like, if it's a toss up for you, do you favor the home team? Or is, is, uh, I think I think home field home field still matters. I don't know if it matters as much as it did uh, twenty years ago, but I think I still think that it that it matters. I think earlier in the year it doesn't. Well, I guess it does. It does still have an effect, but I think weather wise, especially regionality, that has a bigger impact than I think either of the crowd noises has. You know, I, I think if you're traversing San Francisco to freezing Buffalo, I think that's that's a bit of a wake up there. So uh, I, I I think that's kind of the more the more accurate advantage here. All right, next next game, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I'm going with the home team again. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, you know, Pickett should be nice, but again, I don't know if that team is uh, primed up to win a whole lot of games this year either. I will be going with uh, Joey football as well. Right. Oh, speaking of uh, football, uh, did you see uh, Johnny? Man- they're making a Johnny Manziel documentary. No, I, I I would love to learn more. I actually I just watched the the. Uh, the Donahue, uh, Tim Donahue um, documentary on there, the referee gambling. Yep. The the NBA, you know, for for being years later and getting all the actual people involved, for all of them to essentially have conflicting stories between, you know, the the Donahue, the mafia guy, the in betweener guy, and then the NBA not having David Stern alive anymore, and we're all just kind of able to speculate, you know, this this gritty Stern character uh, you know that's it's uh it really wasn't it really didn't uh, you don't learn a whole lot from here right you hear a lot of different rumors basically and then it's kind of up to you to decide what, what happened and what was what was going on they really steered in a direction that i am not as a, a fan of but you know whatever it's uh it's worth checking out if you're if you're a huge uh basketball fan or if you want to go back in an era i was hoping for a little bit more like life examples of being like look this is where he he screwed this team he made all of these calls they they do a little bit of that. I wish they did more of it. I, I guess I just want to see the breakdown of him calling carries on Iverson over and over again. Like I just I just want to see that. Uh, but no, I didn't know they were doing a Manziel one. I I think that there's a <laughs> there's an alternate universe where that maybe works out, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, he was a he was a big deal in college. He was. This, he sure was. I I remember from my my graduation celebration that was that was Manziel, right? I walked up yeah. on stage. I did the the little money sign above my head with oh, both yeah. hands. Yeah, no, that that happened. Man, that didn't age well yeah. at all. What a loser I was. Oh, you I mean you cut it on the the, the Tebow? That was a little a little older at that point, but yeah. same general idea. College football. Yeah, a little too religious Get, for me. Getting into the into the national scene. All right, next game. Not so much fun here. Uh, we got New England at Miami. I'm gonna go with a little less fun pick. Oh, didn't you? I think you you missed one. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Uh no, uh Philly uh at Detroit. Man, we are not rock rocking on the same list here, are we? Uh, uh are you looking at the uh the, the picks right in ESPN? Uh, I'm not going to the ESPN. I did a printout that I highlighted. It's- oh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were uh you were just because uh, I, I just have the, the site open. We we can keep going with, with yours. Okay. I that we don't miss any. I will send uh, I can send you this too. That's fine. All no, right. that's fine. All right, all right, next one. I got New England at Miami. And I'm gonna go with the not so fun pick, and I think Miami's gonna win at home. 
Ugh, I don't I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. I, but you know what? Why, why would New England ever be good in week one? <laughs> There's no reason we should be. So that's just kind of where I'm at. I, 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 is there going to be any weeks you don't pick New England? Let me ask you that. <laughs> uh, I doubt it. Yeah. All right. So you got New England every week. You can lock it. You want to you want to make up some gap on uh, on Zach here. You want to catch up. Just go against New England. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely for right now. I'm definitely not picking against him in week one. All right. I definitely have... not picking against Bill. Bill and the boys. Baltimore at the New York Jets. I'm rolling with Baltimore. Not a whole lot here. I think this is this uh, is my uh, this is my lock of the week. You're you're locking it in. Oh, I forgot we are doing locks. Oh, I got I got one later. It's okay. I uh, we're locking it in. Uh, Zach Wilson's coming off of his uh, his injury. Uh, he still hasn't been playing. There's talk that he still could play, but that means he has to go from not practicing to full practice to into a game in less than a week. And that seems like a tall task. Uh, the Joe Flacco is his backup, but I just don't know if there's any Joe Flacco magic uh, left. Revenge so, game. You yep. don't want the revenge game? Uh, Look, yeah, even, uh, even if uh, even if Wilson's healthy, I, I think we would have picked Baltimore regardless. They're, they're a far superior team. They had so many things go wrong for them last year. I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to look like as a whole team again. So I... Uh, yeah, definitely would have picked the Ravens anyway, but uh, might have had a different option for 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 the lock. But this okay. makes it so. All right, yeah, there you go. All right, next game I got Jacksonville at Washington. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is gonna be shocking. Well, maybe not even shockingly better. I suppose you have enough lower draft picks. Eventually, you should just be good, right? Like you, you get enough of these guys, and I, and I think Lawrence will bounce back and have a way better year. As well as I am not excited for the Washington Commanders this year. They are, it's just not going in the right direction, and maybe I'll be wrong. It's uh, I was so in on them the past couple of years, but I, I'm, I'm so out on it because I this hasn't worked. Why would it suddenly work this year? I'm, I'm, I'm going with Jacksonville. Uh, and a shout out to uh, Joe House. I'm going with the Washington Seawards. The Seawards? Are you gonna Seawards <laughs> every week? Are we gonna do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. At least for this week, I thought I thought it was fun. I think it's funny. All right, my next one's a lock here. All right, I got Cleveland at Carolina. I'm taking Carolina. Stick it to him. Revenge game. Let him have it. Robbie Anderson all day. Yards on yards on yards. I I think Mayfield's going to have his own Manziel celebration by the end of this game. I, I yeah, They should stick it to him. I really think he can. And I think being at home is going to help, too. The crowd is going to be rooting for that so much. So I think we, I hope we get it. I Cleveland, I think, is actually probably a better team. But they're just – I just don't have a good vibe with Cleveland. As well as – who the hell wants to root for this team? All right, I, I – I know that all the punishments have been handed out and that, that you know that doesn't necessarily associate everybody on the team with that, but this team as an organization made some really suspect decisions that I just have a hard time supporting. So, you know, I hope you lose is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's really it. So I'll, I'll lock in Carolina, and even if I'm wrong, I don't care. It's fine. Not rooting for Cleveland. I'm going with uh, Cleveland, and so this is a surprise that uh... – your lock of the week is a team that I'm picking against. I don't think that's going to happen very often. No, and I just, I, I just like the way this played out. I, the the whole trade happens kind of late, and then and you look at the schedule. It's like, wait a minute, you traded the team you're going to play week one, and your quarterback suspended for what six games at the time, and now is going to be ten games or whatever it ends up being. Eleven, eleven games. Sure, I I still think there's a chance he doesn't even play at all this year. I don't know how we get there, but I don't I don't know if we're far off from that. I I think the. Like, is everything actually done? Like, is anything else going to come out with this? Like, what's stopping more punishment from coming on and more information to come out to add on to I this? guess, yeah, I guess more news could come out, but I, I don't think so. 
All right. Well, next game I got Indiana, Indianapolis at Houston. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. He's going to run all over Houston. I don't think Houston – you know, how many times are we going to pick Houston this year? I, I don't know if they're going to be a hot pick. Not many. Uh, I imagine you're doing Indianapolis as well. Yep. All right. Riding with the Colts. Uh, I got Philly at Detroit. I think we were both somewhat high on Philly. It's a tough division, but Detroit – you know all that hard knocks hype, man. I, I hope it adds up. I really, li- I really liked a lot of the people. I think that's the worst part. And then the, the sad part is going to be all these likable people are just not going to be very successful this year. So I, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I, I still like everybody there. I just don't like them to win. I'll be riding with Philly on the road. That is the same for me. Uh, New York Giants at Tennessee. I'm going with the Giants. I don't really have a whole lot of reasons beyond it, behind it. I just think okay. I just think that Danny Dimes. All right, I I am going with uh, with with the Titans. I think every week there's always a team that shocks somebody week one, and I don't think the Giants are an awful team, and I'm not sure Tennessee is that superior of a team. I I just don't think either of these teams are that great. So garbage time with the Giants here. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to go with the road team, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, I think, also wants to kind of make a big statement in week one. I have no idea who his number one receiver is going to be, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're going to run the ball. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers? No, no, no. I'm saying it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like he, it's, it's like Tom Brady. It's like the receivers don't matter as much as they do for other quarterbacks. He's, he's got it. Yeah, I, I want to show Minnesota some love, too, because I don't think they're a bad team either. It's just... It's just no confidence in it. I don't feel good about it. It's a bad confidence pick. Uh, Kansas City at Arizona. I'm rolling with Kansas City here. I got no love for Arizona. I, I'm going to get some hate mail. I don't know how. I don't know if people even send mail anymore, but it's it's coming my way. Who you got here? Patrick Mahomes. Let's let's ride. Yeah, let's do that. Let's 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 move on. Uh, Las Vegas at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go with the home team and the Chargers. I think that they're going to get off to a good start. This is going to be a big game here, though, where this could truly decide. It just feels like a lot of people have a, a, a good way to you, – everyone's going to be judging the other team, you know, kind of getting a good scaling on, you know, how good are they, you know, what is this, and this is going to kind of be a good info uh, one here. Uh, Las, Las Vegas at the Chargers, who you got? I have the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. <laughs> All right, two more. Last Sunday game, I got Tampa Bay at Dallas. I'm going to be riding with the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is going to be their only big win of the year. We're all going to point to this, and when they end up being really bad down the road, they're like, well, was Tampa even good week one? Because they're good now. I think it's going to be Dallas's best victory of the year, and I'll just say that as that. This is that's probably going to be all it is. This is it. <laughs> Tom Brady is going to go absolutely off and quiet everybody down on the, oh, you were gone for 10 days during training camp, and I think he wants to let people know, hey, you know what? Training camp uh, doesn't apply to me, the same way it applies to uh, to other guys. I know how to play football. I am ready to go. And how do you like these three touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be I'll be rooting for Tom. I, I'm certainly not hoping Dallas wins. I just think they are going to win. Uh, Monday, it's going to be a great Sunday night game, though. I, I think that'll be uh, must watch. Who we got on NBC calling the game now? They, they I, I got to like recalibrate all of the announcers. I feel like everyone switched teams, and we're going to. Oh to- yeah, it all got mixed up. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> I'm definitely not ready for that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that next week after you know getting through this and be like, wait a minute, what channel is this? I thought it was. Yeah, what <laughs> what day of the week is it? I just it it'll be it'll be a little different. All right, last game Monday night. We got Denver at Seattle. 
despite me talking up Seattle, I'm going to go with Denver. I think Russell Wilson's going to have some uh, some kind words for for Seattle, and he's going to, you know, translate it into touchdowns. Just uh, this this one. This is the one that I call revenge game on. Yeah, I think he really wants to stick it to Pete Carroll. I think he, I think the let Russ cook thing was always kind of funny and goofy, and then they'd always like awkwardly run the ball with some no name running back. And I think this time it's it's you're really going to see Russ cook. I don't know if they're going to be able to cook against every team, but he's going to be able to cook Seattle pretty good, I imagine. So, are you riding with Denver as well, then? I'm riding with Denver. All right. Well, those are our picks for Week One here. I imagine we won't be making too many adjustments uh, on our picks of the league here, but you know, go ahead. You want to make the same ones as us? You won't make up any ground. But if you go against us, you know, you might not be right. So, good luck with that. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what are we doing for uh, prizes? We're doing what a sweatshirt, I think. If you are able to beat us for your yearly total. Uh, what did we say? We needed uh, double-digit uh, entries, and right now we are not at double-digit entries. All right. Well, that pretty much solves that. I'm glad I don't have to buy Nate another sweatshirt. Uh, <laughs> you think Nate's, uh, Nate's, Nate's got it? You think he's uh, plugged in on uh, pro football more than you are? I, I think this is very much kind of like March Madness, where the, the more involved you are, you're like too close to it. Like You can't get it right. You, you know too much, versus the less you know, maybe the simpler it gets. And uh, Nate might be just flirting with that line just perfectly. I think what'll help is that we are doing it on the podcast, so we—it'll be really difficult for us to forget, unless for some reason, which is, would be very unusual, for us to take a week off uh, during the season. And I think that might uh, destroy us because if we're not doing it uh, in person. But I think that'll—that'll that'll be very helpful. Is uh, you know just sometimes just showing up. Yeah, don't forget to fill it out. I'm, it's, it's, it's. You know what? I'm, I gotta remind myself. I'm already. That's my biggest fear right now is forgetting to fill it out. Because it, it'll sneak, it'll sneak up on you. This was way harder doing in the West Coast too. When the games earlier, I was playing Sunday basketball. It's like I had to remember before like the last game to make sure I sent in all my picks and got everything locked in. Um, yeah, it's like you miss, you miss Thursday night, and it's just like, oh man. But he's like, ah, it's kind of fifty-fifty anyway. Uh, so going into Sunday it's like oh I just gotta remember to fill it out for Sunday where yeah you just just, just gotta remember you know set a little alarm you know it's just not too hard anyways that's that's the podcast football is here I can't believe it's here we're gonna have all sorts of things to talk about I hope I'm wrong about just one pick there's only one pick I hope I'm wrong about I hope the Patriots win still, still gonna Me be too. Oh, still hoping for that but uh anyways anything you want to add for the people out there you got about 30 seconds go Pats Go Pats. All right, we'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. If you can, sign up before Thursday. Uh, after that, you know, you're, you're kind of locked out. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Sign up before Thursday. Little column A, little column B.